0: I'm your host Eric Patterson This is our 27th episode And today I am here with Kyle Malden once again Hey everyone, good to be back Yes, yes, yes The uh, gruesome twosome as I think I said last week Um, And we're glad to be back with you Um, How's your week been?
1: Uh, My week's been really good Uh, Getting a lot of stuff done Yeah Yeah I just out here living the dream. How about just you?
0: dude. I say, man, I can't believe January is over.
1: I Me mean, neither. Dude, the first the first 3 months like I feel like always fly by.
0: They do. They do. Well, so in college, and some of you may have felt the same way if you go to school in the states, um we we lived for spring break. So we <laughs> went to school and spring break was like our gauge, like that was our calendar definitive week. As to like the first half of the semester, but now it's like you just got to go through the whole year. If you, if you work,
1: year. you don't get spring break. Yeah, there, you don't even no get summer.
0: summer. True, true. Technically, also, yeah.
1: how was my week? My week was great. I got a car on Monday, and I'm oh, very happy yes, with it.
0: Yes, that's right. I I forgot <laughs> you, you did get a car.
1: I got a car. I've been very happy this week.
0: It's weird seeing you drive that.
1: I drive a car from it's, this uh, yeah. this century. This century. Yeah. I don't. I don't have to 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 feed my feed my car. Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it actually has wheels. It doesn't have legs. Yeah, yeah, it yeah.
1: has wheels and even an engine.
0: And an engine, yeah, not a heart. <laughs>
1: believe believe yeah. it or not. It's wild. I'm it's driving wild. something from uh, this century.
0: Yeah, yeah. We uh it's, it's dude, that's a good it's a good car. CRV is CR-V's a uh-huh. solid vehicle. Yes,
1: I got a, I got a Honda CRV Honda and CR-V. I'm I'm very happy with it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that was that's a highlight. It's a highlight for sure. Um man, yeah. I started, I started Today was my first official day of work.
1: Yeah, Eric. Eric's a working man now. I'm he was working. out of the house almost all day. Oh,
0: I was like half the day. Yeah.
1: If I'm, I'm maybe I just missed you so much. It felt like <laughs> I all mean, day. I mean, that's probably
0: that's probably it. That happens a lot. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I'm just sitting at home, I'm just waiting for Eric. <laughs> just sitting by the door. He called me like as I was leaving the <laughs> office. Just, are you, are you gonna be home? What's for dinner?
1: <laughs> do, honey, honey, do you do you want me to make you something special for dinner? Or?
0: Honey, what's for dinner? Yeah, that's what he said right when I walked in. Well, but anyway. Um, it, was also, it was also a pretty crappy day in Nashville. Pretty yeah, rainy. it was.
1: Pretty much rained all day. hmm Or if it wasn't raining, it was at least cloudy. It was. And you, I walked outside and was like, eh. I told my mom. This, no.
0: The sun like didn't even come out today. No, it didn't. It just hung out behind the uh, behind the good old clouds.
1: Yeah, today kind of sucked. Yeah, it was kind of As crappy. far as weather goes. Mm-hmm.
0: It's true, it's true. But hey, we're here, we're podcasting. We are. We're ready to go. Um, yeah, so we got we got a couple good stories for you this week. Um, our main story concerns uh, the it's, title of the article is A 9,000-Year-Old Love Affair with Booze. Really interesting Nat Geo article that we'll get to later. Um, talks about the history of alcohol. But first, as always, we have some... Weak and Weird. i we have to thank them again for uh, for the the comical titles and comical stories. Um, it's good stuff. This is from uh, 2013, actually. This was published in 2013, and the title mm-hmm. of the article is Lawyer Sues Priests for Failure to Banish Quote-Unquote Fart Demons from Home.
1: Yes, this lawyer in Romania mm-hmm. um, sued his Orthodox priests because they claim to be obviously priests, and they tried to perform an exorcism on the house that ultimately failed. And so this Romanian lawyer claims that these priests are frauds because Mm -hmm. they were unwilling to get rid of the demons.
0: Yes, they basically, they didn't do their job, according to him. Uh, So yeah, so he claims that um, that there are demons in his house um, that basically create horrendous smells and so um, He claims that these demons have infested several objects in his home including a hairdryer That produces a black spirit which chases all who attempt to use the device as well as foul smelling spirits that inhabit the refrigerator and stink up the joint so I'm gonna guess maybe the refrigerator has some rotten food or something. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know about the hair dryer. That's kind of a. I don't know any logical explanation for the hair dryer. Uh, I don't use a hair dryer, so don't I. I don't know. Yeah, I'm how not many, sure about that.
1: We could have demons in our hair dryers. We could. Well, I don't have a hair dryer, but.
0: Um, I don't either. There's one upstairs. There is. Yeah. Then it's definitely haunted. <laughs> uh, definitely haunted. Uh, he says, "Quote: When I am at home, they switch on the TV on and off all the time." They make foul smells that give me headaches and basically roam unhindered around my house and my business. So,
1: the closest thing I will say that we've had a haunting mm-hmm. in this house is that on on the second floor, sometimes there's a draft and my door will if it's if it's like sli- if it's cracked open, it yeah, will shut. It will shut. And the first couple times that happened, Dude, freaked me out <laughs> like, oh, <no>. so bad. <laughs> oh no! I
0: was like, "Hey, is anyone out there?" And obviously, nothing. No. And man, wow. Mine does the same thing. If it's if it's cracked open, when the air clicks on, we go. It'll shut.
1: That uh, that that got me going. I feel you.
0: Haunted air. Haunted air, air vents. Haunted air vents. Yeah, yeah, Definitely yeah. haunted air vents. Yep. Yep, that's confirmed. Uh, so. So as it as as silly as this uh, idea might be, um, there is a history of um, entities or cryptids creating some sort of foul stench when they appear and people have reported in many experiences that there's uh, bad smells accompanied with like hauntings and whatnot. Um, so. I guess you have to take it out with a grain of salt, but <laughs> to, I don't know, to me, it sounds like this guy is just, <laughs> just a little. I think I
1: would just move. Nuts. Yeah. If my if my home smelled that bad, I think I would just leave. Yeah. If it for, smelled forget the haunting. If it smelled so bad to where I was getting headaches.
0: Mm, yeah, seriously, dude. It's yeah. It probably was like a gas leak. <laughs> I mean, seriously we were when i when I was back home over christmas, we were driving by there's like there's a uh we were driving back from dinner and there was a there's this huge um I can't remember what company it was, but they they have a large uh, it's not the headquarters, but they have a large office building and uh-huh. it's a natural gas company. and we drove by and they they have the pipes and everything leading out to all different areas of the city. And we drove by and there's a stop sign or there's a stop light and it was red and we had our windows down and we could do, the gas was intoxicating uh-huh. and I, we drove away and I was like, I don't feel so good.
1: Wow. That's a good, that's a really good point. Yeah.
0: Seriously. It, it, it was, I believe, I'm pretty sure it was a natural gas and yeah, it was like a, it, it was potent, really potent. That's a really, I had, I didn't think of that. Yeah. I started, I felt nauseous, so. Oh yeah! Oh oh my know. goodness! I
1: mean, that stuff is has to be terrible just.
0: For oh you. Yeah, dude. yeah, You don't want to. You don't want to stay there too long. So, but, dude, could have been a haunted natural gas facility. Who knows, man? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we'll let you. will let you decide on Did that. Did you see guy. that?
1: See that? Post Malone was on. Ghost Hunters.
0: Post Malone was <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: gosh. Speaking of speaking of uh, entities, yeah, dude post was on Ghost Hunters.
0: That would be funny. That I feel like that'd be a good episode.
1: I haven't seen it. I just I just saw it on
0: Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, <laughs> we will uh, we'll transition into uh, into our next story. There's not much. There's not much else there about uh, fart demons. So I ran across this uh, this conspiracy theory. Uh, I think it was yesterday. No, I think it was today. On Twitter uh earlier today, on Twitter, and um, basically, it is a conspiracy theory that cats are spies sent here by aliens.
1: It kind of goes along with the uh, along with ancient aliens a little bit. It does. The first point references that uh, ancient Egyptians are the first civilization to have known to domesticate cats, and that they were that they were worshipped.
0: As gods now that is that is true like cats were it was apparently it was a um it was a crime to kill a domesticated cat and a human in ancient egypt could actually be put to death for killing a cat
1: so i i i have a cat Mm -hmm. um in los angeles not here in nashville I do have a cat, and don't get me wrong, I love my cat, but man, that thing is is next to worthless. It dude, meows, hundred percent agree, and it meows, walks and... around, and I okay, so I come home, I haven't seen it for six months. It just six months. It just looks at me and runs away. It's <laughs> like all right, sweet dude. It's not <laughs> like I fed you and took care of you for yeah twelve years or whatever,
0: dude. It, it can't, I've always thought cats are strange. I've just always no, they're, thought they're, they're weird. They're weird animals. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think anyone will deny that cats are weird. It's pe- obviously people like them, people don't like them, but I I don't think anyone will deny that cats are not weird.
1: I understand that people like the dependent, or I should say, independence of cats as True. opposed to the the dependence of dogs. Yeah, but I think it's interesting that. Like, the way cats, their relationship with humans is kind of, like, like, equals. Like, you kind of cohabit, like cohabitate with your cat. Yeah, you do. Like, it, do, it, do, it does have, what it wants. It doesn't recognize their owners as, like, superiors.
0: No, it really doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it just doesn't. Most dogs will obey you unless it's like a really stubborn or like it's had it's been abused in the past or there's there's always that and cat i mean that can happen to cats too but yeah no most cats just don't give a shit
1: the other thing that this article brings up which i don't know the science behind it but it is it is pretty crafty of cats is that they always land on their feet
0: (laughs) yeah yeah they do
1: i don't know that i don't know this like i said i don't know the science but whatever evolutionary development that allowed that to occur Uh is is some a1 stuff
0: pretty sick it's it is pretty sick i mean if you even watch like if you even watch like um panthers or oh yeah or lynxes or i think it's lynx eye is it lynx eye oh interesting (laughs) lynx eye um or i mean do tigers i mean dude they they are there's they're, they're, well they're super agile to start out with which I think probably plays into the fact that they always land on their feet and yeah it's yeah it's really really fascinating really fascinating creatures um, so yeah the, basically this article just gives it gives three um well no it gives more than three what's it give like seven or eight points eight eight points um, yeah. About about how about how, how cats are supposedly aliens. Um,
1: the the eight point is going back to what I was saying earlier about uh, uh, cohabitating with with your pet. Yeah, it says a uh, a Pennsylvania man died and <laughs> yeah. the cats couldn't get to their. I don't know if it doesn't say if they couldn't get to food or not. Yeah. It just said that the cats started eating their owner after he had died.
0: It did. That, yeah. I don't know. That's. I don't know. It's pretty intense. That's super intense. I would not want that. Although if I was dead, it probably didn't matter anyway. I just wouldn't want a cat to file in my body. But
1: All I'm saying is you you have dogs that, like, there are pictures where, like, they recognize that they're at the gravesite, like, of their Mm. owners. And they, like, lay down and and whatnot. Cats are just just savages. (laughs) They are. Although, I guess a hungry dog would eat you.
0: I have a feeling a hungry dog would probably do the same thing yeah yeah but I'm biased towards dogs I'd forgive the dog I wouldn't forgive the cat
1: no one no one ever says they're good cats <laughs> no there's a lot no, of there's don't. a lot of they're good dogs they're good
0: dogs never a good cat never a good cat um they all, I mean there's also they mentioned that uh, that the cats kind of look like a gray alien if you just take their head because they got the big eyes, the dark eyes, but also cats have cats have more rods than cones, which rods are um, rods help you see in black and white, so that helps the cats see uh, better in the dark. Um, I'm not sure as far as color wise, if that if the rods uh, or the pigmentation in the cat's eyes, I'm not sure what is what causes that I'm, or obviously different cats have different different eye color but if you've ever i mean i'm sure you've seen your cat's eyes in the dark it's it's strange oh yeah they eyes, light up uh-huh. yeah they yeah, yeah. light up and it's really weird i remember i was sleeping over at one of my friend's houses in middle school and we had the cat sit for his neighbors and we walked in and the cats were like were like staring at us when we walked in and it scared the shit out of me their eyes were like red it's really freaky um also uh well there's always this there's also this other thing of like animals like seeing or like knowing if there's like ghosts or something
1: yeah well yeah. i mean people there's a lot of accounts of animals knowing when there's going to be like earthquakes
0: oh that's right even now yeah or oh, that big tsunami in Malaysia uh-huh. 10 or 12 years ago yeah. The animals started like going inland And everyone was like What the hell is going on
1: Animals are just more connected to the earth
0: They yeah, are, they're connected to nature Or aliens if, if you believe in this So yeah I thought it was kind of silly I, I was actually really excited to see Like how in depth this conspiracy theory was But I, I think it's kind of silly It just I don't know, it doesn't make any sense doesn't really make any sense to me, and I hate cats. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, that's it for that. Uh, uh, yeah, let's go. In, let's go into the booze one. The booze one. I, I was really fascinated by this. Really fascinated. Um. So like I said earlier, this is a National Geographic uh, article. It was in the magazine. Um, trying to see what edition. I can't. Remember. I don't think. Uh, Does it say? Oh. February February twenty seventeen. Oh, how recent of us! Oh wow, about a year ago. Yeah, interesting. I'm surprised I didn't see this, because we get we get Nat Geo back uh, back in Indiana. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, uh, the structure of the article is kind of interesting. The so, the author mm-hmm. goes, um, he the, it starts out the authors in Germany. Um, and he's talking with this, um. <laughs> he's like the most legendary brewmaster ever. He's like a beer historian, and he he teaches at a college that teaches beer, like brewing, brewing, yeah, and um, he. If, he is making a brew, uh, like an ancient beer brew from I think it was Mesopotamia or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, so it, it starts there, and then it intermittently goes like back through history and starts building until it reaches modern day and like how we are now and like uh, how uh, how we have evolved to. Um, digest the... I
1: was going to say, kind of like accommodate alcohol into our diet. Yes,
0: yeah, that's really what it is. Um, so yeah, it... Uh, the, I would say the highlights are just how as, as primates, really, um, the fermented fruit was more attractive as far as smell. And our ancient ancestors basically were attracted to these fermented fruits. Now, it was a very low dose, but it was still fermented fruit. And it's, we gradually built up a tolerance, if you will.
1: So the, art, the article cites that there were three things to this fermented fruit that made it more attractive to our ancestors. Uh, what Eric said, the first was the smell. The second is that it's it was easier to digest, mm-hmm. and the third was the calories, uh, which obviously today calories uh, are an issue if you consume <laughs> high amounts of alcohol or any alcohol for that matter. Any alcohol, you know, that's we now we you know there's light beer and Michelob Ultra has those commercials of people exercising. It's like oh, if you exercise, drink Michelob because it only has 98 calories or whatever. But back then. Since people's diets were so poor, and you you know you ate to survive, the additional calories were uh, beneficial Mm -hmm. to our ancestors.
0: Yes, yes. Um. So they talk about a um, a gene um, adaptation or gene mutation that occurred in the last common ancestor of African apes and us and us. Geneticists recently dated the mutation to at least 10 million years ago. This change in the ADH4 gene created an enzyme that made it possible to digest ethanol up to 40 times faster. So ethanol is an alcohol um, that is a, that, that we can digest. And according to uh, Stephen Benner, a co-author of a study and biologist... At the Foundation for Applied Molecular Evolution in Alachua, Florida, the new improved enzyme enabled our ancestors to enjoy more of the overripe bounty on the forest floor without suffering the ill effects. So that is from a very distant, uh, obviously, ancestor, but it sounds like that's the consensus on where this started.
1: I think it's, I think it's interesting that, so, oh, it, it addresses, it, it's something called the drunk monkey theory, mm. uh, which I think is important. So our, our, what Eric said, it's our distant like am- ape, kind of like Men's the stone they were ape.
0: Dude, they are eating the mushrooms <laughs> and eating the fruit. Uh,
1: it, it did say that our uh, ancestors were not just running around getting essentially drunk on yeah. these fruits that... Uh, they described it as probably a happy buzz, Mm -hmm. but, uh, not, you know, intoxication per se. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, fast forward, fast forward a lot of years and you start to get, um, obviously groupings of people and civilizations start to develop and, um.
1: Good old, good old, farming.
0: Good old, yeah, good old farming. They talk about um, Göbekli Tepe, which is um, a, which is one of the most famous ancient ancient ruins, um, uh, eleven thousand six hundred years old, and maybe the world's oldest known temples. Um, the site was discovered two decades ago, and they have used Göbekli Tepe as a um basically an area to study um many ancient um like habits. Yeah, habits, rituals. ideas, yeah, rituals. Um now there's a whole backstory about Gobekli Tepe on how it was built, who lived there and whatnot, but for the purposes of this article they talk about how um how they think that um Gobekli Tepe um is it was filled with hundreds of hundreds of thousands of animal bones mostly gazelle and uh, they they have used it to study ancient ancient people's habits um, which is really fascinating I've always thought archaeology is really cool in the aspect that they have to like piece together so many things oh of
1: course it's it's a puzzle to
0: create a snapshot except it's like
1: our puzzle it's like the human it's puzzle. The hum- it's it. the, ultimate puzzle. <laughs> the ultimate
0: puzzle the ultimate puzzle the ultimate human puzzle yeah the largest uh what do they call them jigsaws yeah. yeah the largest jigsaw the human jigsaw um so yeah they go from a gobekli tepe to um where do they go from there Oh they they go from Gobekli Tepe to talk about how basically any fruit or any grain has been fermented to drink.
1: We do, like like Eric and I say a lot on this. If it's if you know if it's within human capability, odds are we've tried it or we've done it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It goes um it goes over the over the millennia nearly every plant with some sugar or starch has been pressed into service for fermentation. Agave and apples, birch tree sap and bananas, coca and cassavas, corn and cockti, mole berries, rice, sweet potatoes, peach palms, pineapples, pumpkins, persimmons, and wild grapes. So, yeah, An interesting. They, oh, there's one more kumis, which is a tangy drink that is made from fermented horse milk. Wow. Yeah. That sounds kind of crazy. It says it has the alcohol content of a weak beer. Um, I'll I'll try anything once. (laughs) Hey, I'm into that. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I thought that was – I've never heard of that. Uh, But um, interestingly enough, I didn't know this. They think like the first uh, or some of the first wine came from the uh, modern-day Georgia in Europe. Um and I think it's the Caucasus Mountains. Oh wow! Yeah, like the the, the first wine was for fermented there. So.
1: I think it's also interesting. in the and the next paragraph it says that um. Back obviously back in the day, or I guess in some countries even today, that uh, alcohol or beer or wine was a better option. Mm, yeah. uh, than water because the water was so unclean It was, and that for hydration purposes it was better for you to have uh i guess a, a rudimentary beer or wine than to drink unsanitary water that could get you sick and and obviously die
0: yeah yeah that's god that's crazy <laughs> it's wild.
1: Just hydrating with some with some beers. Oh
0: gosh. Hydrate, I'm, hydrate, hydrate. Dude, I'm the the alcohol content had to be nowhere close. Oh to where no. Was today. Well, it go
1: it go, and the article continues and it goes on to say that alcohol uh, consumption has shot up recently. Obviously, because we have mastered, you know, we've mastered the product for the most part. And it goes on to say that if you drink alcohol the average person has two drinks a day.
0: Wow, so so if, if so if
1: so it says on on average yeah a, each person has a drink a day. Uh-huh. But of apparently according to National Geographic yeah. 50% of earth's population does not drink alcohol. 50%,
0: okay. Well, yes, I mean some for religious reasons. I was going to say
1: other... I would I would think a lot for religious yeah. reasons.
0: Yeah. I mean, dude, yeah, definitely religious reasons, and I feel like religious, and then probably personal is like the next, uh-huh. the next biggest. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so <laughs> one of the headers is we always go too far, and it talks about. Imagine uh, that. It says, and then of course there's the other side of the story. There are links to which people throughout history have gone too far to go on a bender, um, and it mentions uh, it mentions a. A Celtic settlement in France, um, in central France, uh, called, uh, called Corinth. C O R E N T. And basically, they've concluded that this settlement just had an ungodly amount of alcohol from that they got from, I think it was the, the Romans.
1: Imported, yeah. Imported from they the would Romans. They imported it
0: yeah and i guess it took like so it was wine and it took like months to get there and by that by at that point we all know aged wine is better and so at that point it was like it was like really really coveted and uh, apparently they would trade a slave for a I, uh, like a, a, a casket a cask think. of wine yeah, yeah yeah that's wild damn that must have been some good some good shit
1: Getting traded for a cask of wine as a slave, I feel like, is equivalent to that guy in baseball a couple of years ago that got traded for, like, 12 bats. <laughs> God. That minor leaguer. Or
0: the, yeah, dude, or that time that Alex Rodriguez is making more than the entire Florida Marlins baseball oh, team. Oh,
1: yeah. You just, like... Uh, like, as
0: a Florida Marlin, how just, like, shitty do you feel? <laughs>
1: not great. Not great. Not man. super great.
0: Not great. Also, I think I said, like, shit, like... 12 times. Oh, our most explicit episode ah, maybe I mean, maybe i hope people don't care that much um but yeah wine super popular
1: uh i think another interesting point when it take when it says uh people take it too far it says in the united states this is just the united states alcohol abuse kills 88,000 americans mm, 88 could you 88,000 Dude, that's nuts. That is crazy. <laughs> that is like a city of people.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I see I don't know man. I know I, I know it's a super complicated issue, but I don't know how someone drinks that much alcohol.
1: That that statistic is from uh, the Center of Disease Center for Disease Control and Prevention.
0: C D C. By the way. C D C yeah. C D C. Yeah. CDC. yeah. That's wild. Um, the, I, there's there's one other statistic from this from this um, Celtic, from this Celtic thing. Um, and it said uh, so they they were talking to a um, an archaeologist, and it says by his calculations the Celts living here went through fifty thousand to a hundred thousand wine jars over the course of a century, the equivalent to twenty eight thousand bottles of. Twenty eight thousand bottles a year of expensive imported Italian red wine. That is that is, wow. that is a lot. That is that is astronomical.
1: Especially with only ten thousand people in that
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. There are so yeah, there's supposedly they they estimate around ten thousand people at this settlement. And the wine was supposedly drank by the elite class. Oh, right, I was so whatever that meant at the time, yeah.
1: And back it back in the day, I guess still today, wine is considered more of like a cultured you it know, is. a little higher society drink than yeah than your beers. I hate I hate to knock on NASCAR, but I have been to a NASCAR race they're and They're not drinking wine. They're not drinking wine. Eric, they are not drinking wine. <laughs> a lot of a lot of beer though a lot of beer
0: they're good buds good buds yeah a lot of beer a lot of beer no wine um yeah that's really the extent of it um at the end of the article this this um this beer maker this beer brewer in Germany this expert beer historian um makes he like makes makes this ancient uh sumerian uh beer for like his class <laughs> it's crazy yeah but seriously though if if you've never been to germany like i don't know well, i mean everyone's heard of like oktoberfest no yeah for yeah for the most part no but like the beer i don't know i went there over this over last summer and i don't know maybe it's because i was there and like it was in my head that like oh this like
1: you were caught up in the moment i was caught <laughs> in the moment
0: but the beer tasted better
1: uh, yeah. i mean dude a foreigners say american beer is like super watered down yeah if you want, if yeah, <laughs>
0: it just tasted better.
1: I hate, I hate to say it, but like, if you watch like any Buzzfeed video on it, it's every, everyone's just like, what is this? Like yeah. this tastes like water. Yeah. Americans say that about, about.
0: Oh, I mean, dude, it is. like I mean, Miller Light, Bud Light, Coors. Natty. It, na- Milwaukee's Natty, best. Kirkland. Bushes. The Bush Light. I mean, it's water. It's water with a little bit of beer flavor in it. Probably, probably. There's no alcohol in it. It just, it's all, it's all the uh, placebo effect.
1: There's definitely alcohol. No, I, there's
0: definitely alcohol. <laughs> yeah, but really interesting. And I was, I was actually thinking about this a couple, a couple weeks ago. About, I wanted to find an article on, um, on like the history of booze, because it is, dude, it is such an ingrained part. of dude especially right now in the u.s and i don't know maybe other maybe other uh countries look
1: at the, yeah so i found this chart um it says it, it is broken up by uh
0: uh like types like, of alcohol
1: like con- uh continents continents and then say.
0: alcohol types yeah, uh-huh. yeah
1: and uh north america is behind europe australia slash oceania uh, South America, and then North America. Although South America and North America are comparable. This is a consumption per capita.
0: Yeah. Europe drinks the most alcohol.
1: By by a good by a, bit. Uh, by a heavy margin. By a good bit. Mm-hmm. It is, though. Al- alcohol isn't... Dude, we have alcohol holidays. Like Cinco de Mayo. St.
0: Patrick's Day has turned into an alcohol holiday.
1: Cinco de Mayo is, is like a made-up. Like, Mexicans don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo. No. No, it's not, it is not. not contrary close. to popular belief, Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican Independence. <laughs>
0: it's not. It's not, not the day. Not the day. Um, well, yeah, dude. St. Patrick's Day, Cinco de Mayo, the Fourth of July has turned into a day where, I mean, yes, we celebrate American Independence, but people also just get blitzed out of their minds. Um, dude, like, I'm trying to think of. I mean, I mean, dude, Halloween. If you're old enough. Uh
1: huh. I. not that thanksgiving and christmas is but there tends to be a lot of drinking drinking, around those they're not i wouldn't say drinking centered but i mean if if you're an adult like and you and you do drink like odds are you're having one
0: yeah i agree it's weird
1: it's weird it's just how it's just how people interact
0: it, it is it is but as you, I mean, as you if as you can tell, it, it, I mean it's dude, it's been we've adapted to do so, and it's been ingrained in culture for so long.
1: The the article rep, uh, references alcohol as the social lubricant. The
0: social dude, that is so true, man. It's so true. You've also heard it called the truth serum.
1: I I disagree with that. When people <laughs> say drunk words <laughs> or sober thoughts, that is definitely not true people. I don't people. think it's entirely true, but... Some people. Some people, yeah. Some people, absolutely.
0: Some people just say random stuff. Other
1: people just go... They're just wiling out just out there. Just go on
0: and on, yeah. Some people just go on and on about just nothing. Yeah. Well, I think that's good with that one. Um, do uh, let's do you want to end with the... Uh, end with the end. End with the end. Where will we be in... Sorry, what will happen in ten quintillion years from now?
1: Um, so I don't know how long, how big that number is.
0: That's a freaking large number.
1: Off the top of my head, um, but I did Google when the sun will will well the sun's a star. Yeah. So the sun, for those of you who don't know, spoiler alert: the sun will die. The sun <laughs> yes. will burn out, and yes. we we humans on Earth will eventually die if, if we're, we're still here. On Earth, yeah. Um, the sun won't die for 5 billion more years though. Mm-hmm. So that is a positive. However, the negative of that is that apparently the sun will get so hot before it eventually explodes that earth will become unlivable. And about, uh, this article says 1 billion years.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that.
1: So we have, if we don't kill ourselves, we Signed have up. about a billion years left mm-hmm. although you just said maybe it was on last week's podcast that the doomsday clock
0: the doomsday clock gotten moved forward it's, 30, 30 seconds two, yeah we're at two minutes from what was it doomsday midnight <laughs> <Dead> doomsday <laughs> it's bedtime you should go to bed if you haven't doomsday's just around the corner yeah yeah I, I saw that last week. Um, basically what, what this, this, what will happen in 10 quintillion years, it's from futurism.com, which is one of our favorite go-tos. Um, and yeah, it's basically, it, it goes from like, what it say? Like a thousand years. It starts at a thousand and like progressively gets larger. Um, and it ends up at 10 quintillion. Um, and it's, dude, it says like the universe will expand and Matt, some scientists say the universe will expand. So much that matter will just get ripped apart and the universe will like cease to exist. Which isn't nuts. It's hard to think about. That, yeah, it's you hard can't to even, wrap your mind around that. It's
1: hard to even comprehend something that big or something that small.
0: True. Dep- depending on how small matter is, yeah. Yeah.
1: I think. Do you think that we will destroy each other? Will humans dis- like? Will we destroy ourselves before? Like nature destroys us.
0: I personally do not believe that we will destroy each other. I think there will be war, but we will not destroy each other. Like no matter how evil you think someone is, there. I don't. I personally do not believe. That someone will... End it all. End, end it all. First of all, there is no benefit in doing so. I don't care. How, okay, say it's Trump versus, North, Trump versus North Korea. There... I just don't see how you can do that. It, it provides no benefit for anyone. What? Because in today's society, if Kim Jong-un were to launch a nuclear weapon we we would launch it back like if you launch something you will destroy yourself like you might as well nuke yourself because you will be nuked back so quick that you will have no time to respond there's no benefit in nuking someone else unless you literally want to commit suicide so yeah that's my answer <laughs> i think what do
1: you think i think it might happen mm-hmm. one reason i think it it won't is kind of, like, like you said, Like the, there's so many systems in place. Yeah. And even if a terrorist group does get a hold of nuclear weapons, mm. if they destroy... I don't know. I don't know. I could see a terrorist group destroying everything.
0: I, I could see a terrorist group getting a hold of a dirty bomb and launching it off in a major metropolitan area. Uh, but I I couldn't see I couldn't see a terrorist group launching a, like a nuclear missile. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I I will I will I will agree with you on a terrorist group um, doing so. I think
1: I think another reason in my head that it there won't just be like mutually assured destruction is kind of what you said, like that one that doesn't benefit anything or anyone. Two. If you're doing it, trying to, like, save the world or, like, what you think is the world, like, you're ultimately destroying it. Like, you will have no legacy. No. Do you no know, like, like, you know what angry. I mean? Right. Like, yeah. no, like, no one will know. No one will know. It, I, I, that's what makes me think that it would have to be religiously motivated. Not Re- culturally.
0: No, no, not culturally. Le- religiously motivated or, like, a freak accident. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's been freak accidents. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, um, Chernobyl, Chernobyl. What's their Three Mile Island? Um, the well, the Fukushima nuclear reactor in Japan. The, that disaster, um, that was pretty big. So yeah, did yeah. I mean, in my opinion, Mother Nature is the ultimate. Is what we sh- we should be afraid of?
1: Do you think we'll leave Earth? Our-
0: Yes, eventually, yes. Wow. Yes. I don't th- in our lifetime, no. No. I hope not. I don't I don't think I think it, it'll be still be somewhere between like 100, 150 years, I think. Cuz we and we were talking about this last episode. Uh-huh. The distance, the distance of space. It's just too far. It's too far. Uh-huh. It's too far and we don't have the cryo technology nor do we have a way of traveling uh, at a high speed. Nor do we have the ability to go somewhere and then get off that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, people who who might go to colonize Mars, like, sorry, but you're not coming back. Like, you're doing that. You're living there. That is your life, if that happens, um, which is crazy. And I think... I think it would. I mean, it would be nice to be able to go somewhere, colonize it, and if we need to go back, be able to kind of like Wally, yeah.
1: except they don't colonize yeah. anything; they just down the ship.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or like I mean, like when, like when um, Christopher Columbus traveled across. Oh God, I hate using that example. When the people.
1: <laughs> yeah, that guy sucks.
0: No, oh, yeah. God.
1: We don't like. We're not. <laughs> we're not big Christopher Columbus guys.
0: We're not. We're not big CC guys. Um... Yeah, so when whoever when when people were traveling in ships across <laughs> maybe across, maybe not the Atlantic could have been the Atlantic could have been the Chinese coming in across Pacific. I mean, they were able to go back. They were able to establish places and then go back.
1: Oh, it God. would that that would be ideal. It I think would. I think it's interesting, like you said, Mother Nature is like the ultimate conqueror. That mm-hmm. no matter what we do or how much we try to prevent it that the sun that like the earth is a living thing the earth as much as a living thing mm-hmm. as like the sun is as we are and it's like right. death is just part of life
0: it's just dude it is death and taxes
1: death death is as much as part of life as like living and breathing and like pain and joy is it is
0: it's natural it's human or oh, i mean it's it's not human it's it's, it's, just, it's everywhere it's just natural it's it's, it's, it's our natural world Dude, what's it? It's there's like, like every, uh, every cell in our body will have like,
1: oh, like died in, what is that? Like every eight years? Oh yeah, something something. like
0: that. But yeah, the, I mean, the cells we were born with are not the same cells in our body. Dude, not even close. No, they've they've died in more cells. We're we're probably
1: two new people. Like we've done that probably at least twice. Dude,
0: yeah. I mean, dude, our skin is constantly re, I mean, regrowing and shedding even though we can't see it humans do shed we shed our skin it's like what dust is yeah a lot Dude, of dust, a lot is is dust particles. particles is skin yeah oh god i heard a, i heard a really nasty statistic about that this is so off topic but about how like if you sleep in a bed for like 10 years there's like eight pounds of skin in your bed or something like that it was gross i was like I'm gonna pull that out of my head and throw it somewhere because I would never want to hear that again. Yeah, it was pretty nasty, but no, good way to end the episode. <laughs> Great wash, stuff. Wash your sheets. Give me a round of applause. Go yeah.
1: go home and uh wash your bed sheets.
0: Or go, or, uh, go buy a new bed for a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Either way. Either way. Depends
1: you know. how scared you are of eight pounds of flesh. Yeah, true, true.
0: Or uh, you know, you could rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs> Uh, we are on iTunes Podcast, and uh, we're also on Audio Boom, Stitcher, and Spotify. I
1: uh, actually have an announcement. Oh, so I have a fifty dollars Amazon gift card, oh. and for those of you who are interested, and I don't, I don't know what to spend it on, but I keep getting emails from Amazon saying, yeah. "Hey, basically spend me." So you can tweet at me or tweet into the podcast.
0: Oh yes, tweet at uh, World We Live Pod.
1: Um, but if you if you have any ideas on how I should spend this fifty dollars on Amazon, please tweet out the podcast.
0: We're I'm, suggestions. I'm
1: open, totally open for suggestions.
0: Yep. Will We Live Pod, tweet at us. Give Kyle suggestions. Um, there might be some perks for uh, the best suggestion. There, there might be. Yeah. Fifty dollar limit. Just saying, we have pretty good ideas on perks, so I would <laughs> tweet at us you scratch? <laughs> <We'd> lo- <laughs> it wasn't worth finishing. It wasn't worth finishing. Um, well, good. Oh man! Thank you, for, thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, this is this is this is our favorite thing to do each week. Yes, it is. Outside, yes, it outside is. Outside of living life, we love doing this. So, thank <sighs> you for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. And catch us next week. For some uh, some weirdness. Take care. Have a good week.